Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Dawn B., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Southern California. Today's Tuesday, March 28, 2023, the 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. And today we're reading from the big book, and we're at page 70, the first paragraph, Suppose We Fall Short of the Chosen Ideal, ending with These Facts Out of Our Experience reading and commenting on that one paragraph only. Today's readers are the 12 Steps, Kathy B., 12 Traditions, Cheryl S., readers of the text, Dana B., Dana P., Robin P., and Julie E.B. The reference number for Monday, March 27th, 10 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 20,090. That's 20090. And for this morning, Tuesday, March 28th, 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting, the reference number is 20,092. That's 20092. Our newcomer grader this morning is Loretta M. And Reggie O. will do the announcements. Thank you so much to everyone for your service. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Here are the steps we took which are suggested as a program of recovery. I will now ask Kathy B. to read the 12 steps of OA. Good morning. Um, I am Kathy B. I live in Oklahoma, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, Continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And step 12, 
Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to do service this month. I pass. Thank you so much, Kathy B. I'll now ask Cheryl S. to read the 12 Traditions of OA. Good morning. This is Cheryl S. in Nevada, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully supported, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever nonprofessional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me be of service. I pass. Thank you so much, Cheryl S. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature and then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. Any... um, We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. To have a meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book, and we're on page 70, the first paragraph. Suppose we fall short of the chosen ideal, ending, these are facts out of our experience. Reading and commenting on that one paragraph only today. I will now ask Dana P. to begin reading. Thanks, Dawn. Good morning. It's Dana P. I'm in California. Welcome to all the newcomers. Um, You are really the reason why we're all here Um, So I'm going to go ahead and start the reading. 
Suppose we fall short of the chosen ideal and stumble. Does this mean we're going to get drunk? Some people tell us so, but this is only a half-truth. It depends on us and our motives. If we are sorry for what we've done and have the honest desire to let God take us to better things, we believe we will be forgiven and we'll have learned our lesson. If we are not sorry and our conduct continues to harm others, we are quite sure to drink. We are not theorizing. These are facts out of our experience. Wow, 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 wow. So, you know, about 18 months ago, we read the same paragraph. That's about how long it takes us to get through 164. And as I recall, um, I was pretty focused on the whole sex thing, you know, sex and my sex relations. And in these seven short paragraphs that talk about sex this time, I realize, and I'm going to follow the theme of the week, if you will, um, it's really about relationships. It's all about relationships. What this also says to me um, is Bill W. has a sense of humor. You know, suppose we fall short. Well, ha, I'm a human being. I'm going to fall short. It's going to happen. Problem is with me, um, this compulsive overeater addict, when I do so, I will beat myself up. And that's getting drunk. That's compulsively eating. That's purge vomiting. It's all of that stuff. You know, so what what do I need to do? I mean, that is my experience, beating myself up over mistakes that I make. And I continue to do that over and over and over again for 41 years. Um, And the truth is, so this morning something actually occurred in the first meeting, um, which was amazing to me, uh, where someone kind of stepped out of line and did something that I felt was outside of the rules, you know, answering a question which I wanted to answer. You know, there's only supposed to be two people answering the question. Well, I got my panties up in a wad, you know, and I got into judgment, um, my self-righteousness, they're not following the rules. And what I realized at, at the end of the share, which was probably less than three minutes, um, I hadn't heard a single thing she said. And it just really struck me, you know, what, what is the reason? What is our reason? What is the purpose for me being on this planet? It's to connect. It's to connect with other human beings. And ultimately, ultimately, it's for me to connect with my higher power. That's what this program is all about. And let me tell you, I heard the voice of God and just sharing that with me, you know, get out of your self-righteousness. And I heard the most amazing things. And I wish I could go back and hear what she said because I didn't hear that because I was in my own way. And totally disconnected with every single person in that meeting. And what did I want to do? I wanted to run away and hide in my self-righteousness. And what a miracle of this program, you know, that turnaround and having this opportunity. And then my phone immediately went dead um, and I was on my walk. So I couldn't even call somebody and talk about what happened. Um, So here's my opportunity to share that. Um, It really comes down to our motives. And, you know, I'm tired of being right. Um, I I just want to connect and I want to be in the image and likeness of the true God, which is to me when I ask, you know, what is your, what is the ideal God? What would you have me be? It's kind, loving, honest, forgiving, tolerant, patient, and all of those things that when I get in my self-righteousness, I am not the opposite of. So um, thank you so much. And I'll pass with that. Love to hear what others have to say this morning. Thank you so much, Dana P., for getting us started. 
I'm now going to take the names of people who would like to share in this paragraph. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your sharing to every third day in order that others might share their experiences too. So who would like to share with us this morning? Loretta H. Loretta H. Ian F. Ian F. And who is Daniel? What was your initial? Uh, B as a boy. Okay. Tina N. Tina N. Okay. Okay. Let's start with that lineup. I have Loretta, Ian S, Daniel B, and Tina N. Go ahead, Loretta. Please share with us and let us know where you're calling from, if you'd like. Thank you, Dawn. Can you hear me? I sure can. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Dawn. Thank you, everyone on this line, along with my precious God, who is saving my life at this very moment, Loretta H. I live in North Carolina. This paragraph is so ideal for me. And today and the last week, I um, it's about connection and not perfection. And I always have to remember that because I live my life in perfection. And whether it was my marriage, which has been going on for 52 years, my relationships, which a lifetime of, I always wanted that story out of um, Dr. Stone and Donna Reed with the pearls and I wanted to be Mary, um, and I can't even remember the name of the series, but that was my whole story, and I'm sticking to it, and never had any connection with anybody. I had a career that lasted for 35 years. I probably, I do have about four relationships from that career, but because I couldn't connect. And today in my program, I'm finding that when I don't connect, I don't have a relationship with anybody. So I've got to be there listening with my two ears, forming a heart with those two ears, being present for the present, being in each situation as if it was a new experience each time. And um, last week I gave away another fifth step. I've done many with God's grace and mercy. And it's called Reboot. And I rebooted myself after that um, fifth step because I went and did my hour. And then what did I do? I had to do something to get my own way. So I actually kicked myself back in the butt. And today I made amends for it to my husband. And it's just, again, that perfection. But it ate at me all week. I didn't eat over it. But it ate at me all week. So this connection and my motives and all this other stuff that is a secondary thing. Because if I go to God first and foremost, I have a thing called the golden key. It will take away all my problems. And I didn't do that. So the work, the connection, um, I, I've done 10 steps. And it was in my 11th step every night this week until this morning. 
and this program works, and I am no um, angel, but I am not doing the shame game again. Should have mastered everything. Thank you. And with that, I pass. No shame, no blame, no complaint. Thank you. Thank you so much, Loretta H. from North Carolina. Ian S., followed by Daniel B. Hi, I'm Ian F. I'm a compulsive overeater. Very grateful to be here in of Kentucky. Um, <laughs> I love this paragraph. Suppose we fall short of the chosen ideal and stumble. I was in work last night and I got really angry at my boss to the point where I had to take a um, calm down lap of the building. <laughs> my friend came up to me and, and we were talking about it and and I told her, I was like, man, you know, I just, I'm kind of surprised that I'm angry. Like I thought I would just not get angry. <laughs> I thought that's, that was going to be the person that I was going to be in. You know, I think that's the, uh, that's the addictive, like, mind, right? In my head, I need to, um, I need to be the best at everything. I need to be the smartest. I need to be the most attractive. I need to be the most skilled. I need to be the best member of OA. I need to be, these are all ideals, you know, and I think, um, part of how my brain works is it, it, it tells me that for me to be happy and for me to be recovered, I need to be meeting these ideals 24-7. It's not what the book tells us. But specifically what the book tells us is not true. <laughs> right? It's a half-truth because we're, we're striving towards the ideal. So that, that tolerance, that, that love and tolerance is our code. Um, but, you know, there's, there's no human being who is always going to be absolutely respectful, absolutely kind, Absolutely patient, 24-7. Especially not us. Especially not us. And that's really comforting to me. And it doesn't mean that I can go and, and be as angry as I want and never do it, you know, never change and then expect that I'm just going to be sober and recovered for the rest of my life. It just means that, you know, in my in my pursuit of the ideal of, of love and tolerance, I can I can mess up and I can trust God that I'm going to be okay. What are my motives? Am I trying to be tolerant? Yeah. Okay. How can I grow from that? Well, that's been my experience with this. Love you all. I'll pass. Thank you so much, Ian F. from Kentucky. Daniel B., please share with us, followed by Tina N. And if you're just joining us, we are on page 70, the first paragraph, talking about where it starts Suppose we fall short of the chosen ideal, ending with these are facts out of our experience. So we're commenting on that one paragraph only today. Danielle B., please share with us, followed by Tina N., and then I'll be taking some more names. Star one, Danielle B. Okay, perhaps he had to step away. Tina N., are you available to share with us? Sorry about that. Uh, can you hear me now? I sure can. Yep, go ahead. I'm mortified because it's always my fear that that will happen to me, so I apologize. Uh, yes, no Daniel worries. B. in Central Florida. Uh, thank you to Team Wednesday for making this meeting happen. Um, 
uh, I enjoyed the the reading of the paragraph today, and and enjoying the the, the path that we're taking, um, getting up through step four. Um, if we are sorry for what we have done and have the honest desire to let God take take us to better things, we believe we will be forgiven and we will have learned our lesson. Um, I, I just really need to remind, I needed to hear that for myself today. Sometimes, even though I know that, I don't extend myself the grace that I might extend to others uh, in this fellowship or even outside the fellowship. And so uh, learning to take it easy on myself has been uh, essential in my own and my own journey, uh, especially in the topic that we are uh, wrapping up discussing as it relates to uh, matters of sex and sexuality, if you would. So this is all great stuff, great medicine for me. I'm really happy to be able to share today. I don't often come on the line, but I listen earnestly. So I'm very grateful for this, for this virtual fellowship. With that, I will pass. Thank you. Thank you so much. Daniel B. And now Tina N., please share with us, and then I'll be taking some more names. Star one, Tina. Hi. I'm sorry. I was muted. <laughs> Thank you for calling on mm-hmm. me. I'm from New York. Um, the line here, um, and to have the honest desire to let God take care of take us to better things. Uh, I was on an earlier meeting on the steps, and this this woman said this incredible thing, which is uh, she couldn't give up sugar. And so she decided to pray for the desire to have that relieved from her, like, you know, thy will be done, you know, you take care of it. Take my desire for the sugar. And she said it was hard for her to do that, to, to ask to take the desire away. And I thought about that. And I, yeah, it's true. It's true about everything, the desire for control, the desire for whatever. And um, I have this prayer, this surrender prayer that I say daily. It's, it's incredible. There's nine little little prayers for it. And in here, uh, it, it, it goes right to that, that um, what troubles us and hurts us immensely are our are your reason, your thoughts, your worry, and your desire at all costs to deal with what affects you. And let let me take it like God says, I'll take care of it. Say, you know, like I will be done, you take care of it, is what he wants us to do. And how much um, that God wishes from us this surrender to help you and how he suffers when he sees us so agitated, because, you know, the bedevilment, Satan tries to do exactly this, to agitate us, to remove us from the protection, uh, from his protection, into the jaws of human initiative. So he says, trust only in me and surrender to me in everything. Uh, And, you know, it also goes on to say, uh, he does divine works, whoever surrenders to God. So don't think about it anymore, because your mind is acute, and for you it is very hard to see evil and to trust in me and to not think of yourself. And do this in all your needs. Do this, all of you, 
and you will see great, continual, silent miracles. I will take care of all this, all things. I promise this to you. So that's what I have to say. That's the word from the Lord to us. Some of some of them, anyway. <laughs> I hope it helps. I mean, I and I said to her, "Yeah, I'm going to do that all day long." And take my desire, take my desire for all of this stuff. I mean, I I don't get into the sex part about it, but really, you know, inappropriate. I always had the desire for inappropriate sex. You know. Okay. Okay, Tina. I think we uh, lost you there. Um, all right, but it was the, at the end of your time. But thank you so much for sharing. Um, I'm now going to be opening up the lines. And just a quick reminder, we are going to be are trying to keep our comments on the text and literature that we are discussing. On page 70, the first paragraph, suppose we fall short of the chosen ideal, ending with these facts are out of our experience. So we're looking for people to share on this paragraph only today. So who would like to share with us? Uh, and also, Donna I wanted, w. I, I'm sorry, I neglected to uh, mention that although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shared every third day in order that others might share their experiences too. So who would like to share? Donna W. Donna W. And who is it, M? Terry N. Terry N. Okay. Who else would like to share? Carla A. Carla A. Donna W. Terry N. and Carla A. Someone else like to share? Press star one if you'd like to share. No pushing, no shoving. Donna D. Donna D. Mary Ellen F. Mary Ellen. Yeah, like in Sam. Okay, very good. Okay, let's stop there. I have Donna W, Terry N, Carla A, Donna D, and Mary Ellen S. Fantastic lineup. Donna W, please get us started. Let us know where you're calling from. Thank you so much, Dawn. This is Donna W. calling from California. Grateful for abstinence and recovery today and for my higher power and for the um, all the reminders. So, I, like when I first got abstinent and lost weight, I thought I was going to realize I was still um, The program, I was going to with it. I'm not... Donna, you're kind of cutting out. Is there some adjustment really? that you might be able to make? Um, I'll, I'll walk towards a better area. Is this better? Yep, I think that is. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, we get the tools like doing 10 steps and having fellows, so I don't have to go through life alone. And then it's good to remember that I can surrender and uh, to my higher power, everything, because I still, the, despite working my program for 20-plus years, I still, you know, think that I can turn it over to everyone. And then yeah. also, um, 
Yeah, Donna, you're still cutting out. I'm sorry. Do you okay. want to try? You want to try calling back in in a few minutes, and we can take you after I get done with the lineup. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry about that. Terry N, are you available to share with us? Followed by Carla A. Hi, it's Carrie N. That's Carrie with a C, and my last initial is N and Nancy from Orange County, California. Thank you so much um, for this meeting, and I'm so grateful for this paragraph. Uh, my direct experience is uh, on the um, the relationship in general, not the sex relationship, but uh, if we are sorry for what we have done and have honest desire to let God take us to better things, we believe we will be forgiven and we'll have learned our lesson. So um, two days ago, I had uh, an interaction with uh, people that I shocked myself so badly that it's probably one of the worst things that I've ever seen myself do. And I'm, I'm still reeling from it. Um, uh, and I, I know that uh, that's not helpful. Uh, what I heard another person say about the shame, the shame process, uh, that's all part of my disease. So um, wh- what, is, what is happening to me is that I can continue to move toward the decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of a power that's greater than me. So um, that faith, that is required um, for my recovery, I continue to um, move toward that. And I'm so grateful for that because, um, and that's what this sentence says to me, is if I have an honest desire to let God take me to better things, and this is, uh, I I am up for that. (laughs) And uh, my experience, hopefully I have learned my lesson, and hopefully I can get beyond the lesson that I'm, I'm, I'm hopeless, and uh, you know, I just that that there's no hope for me, and my behavior is so abhorrent that I might as well just, you know, lay down and die. So um, that's not what this says, thank goodness, and it says something completely different, and it's a message I need to hear today um, that I can learn from my lesson that. Um, Although I am powerless over my behavior, I can let God uh, take me to better things. And I did, um, I actually gave away my fifth step yesterday, which, you know, now that I think about it, there's a bit of um, interesting timing that took place. And um, yeah, I'm just with the right people in the right place. And I'm grateful that I'm encouraged to, uh, that I can come to believe the power greater than me can restore me to sanity. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Carrie N. from California. Carla A., please share with us, followed by Donna D. And thank you so much for everyone for keeping your comments uh, on page 70, that first paragraph, suppose we fall short of the chosen ideal, commenting on that one paragraph today. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Carla. Hi there, I'm Carla, and I'm a compulsive reader, and this is my first time hooking into this live meeting. And um, I just want to say... Um, the topic has really um, moved me a lot, and it, as always, feels exactly what I've needed to hear. This gives me hope 
this idea that um, suppose we fall short of the chosen idea. We don't go into shame spirals. And I think the angst and the, the hurt and the maybe embarrassment or frustration that I feel is really just an invitation for me to turn to my higher power. And I think the emotional response that I have when I fall short is an indication that I wish to be forgiven, that I wish to not be having this experience. And this paragraph really uh, solidifies for me that forgiveness and freedom is ours and that ideals, if they're made in my mind, are not the ideals of my higher power and that really what this paragraph is saying is the ideal that my higher power has for me is to just be human and to turn open, teachable, willing to receive guidance, willing to receive forgiveness, turning towards higher power and good faith so that I can be filled with something other than the compulsiveness of my disease and my obsessive thinking um, that will keep me tied in that. This just gives me a lot of hope um, because my need for perfection and doing recovery right and well um, sabotages me. It sabotages my, my success. It really sabotages the freedom, the spiritual freedom, the lived freedom that the program offers me. And, um, and, and keeps me from that that higher power comfort. So thank you so much for being here. I'm going to plug into this meeting as much as I can. I just have gotten wind of it, and I appreciate you all being here to keep it running and accessible to so many of us via phone. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carla A. Donna D., please share with us, followed by Mary Ellen S., and then I'll be taking some more names. Hi, this is Donna D. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Oh, good. Because um, I'm driving in a car, so if for some reason, just cut me off if you can't hear me or whatever. I'll try to get you off of this thing. Um, I'm from Michigan. Thank you so much for um, the service you do and for this meeting and for the shares. It's been great, and it's a great paragraph. And... Um, I had an incredible experience with um, this just last week in that um, I totally lost my emotional sobriety. I'm, I'm going to look at this more as just a general relationship to harm to other people. And um, it, it didn't just happen. It happened incrementally, incrementally by not, not doing a good 11th up in the morning, uh, um, a, 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 a small um, um, harm to my sister and not stopping to connect and make um, realize it, just brushing it off, saying, oh, that wasn't nice, um, uh, and move on and not really dealing with it. And um, all those things snowballed into me um, making just kind of crappy decisions throughout the time I was spending with her. And then I just totally lost my emotional sobriety, and it was like I was drunk. And um, it was as bad as any uh, food binge, but it wasn't. And the, the 
hope is, is with this paragraph, yeah, I super duper fell short, but I definitely have a true, true desire to do better and have God live up to the ideal that um, I set for, that God sets for me or I try to set with God for as how do I want to be as a sister and a human being in this world and and so um, then I hear take the 10 steps because no less than five ten, ten steps came out of that day and um, into my 11th step in the morning like our what what corrective actions do I need to do what what can I do better and how do I change this and just try to listen for that so that is um, that's just me trying to live this program with my higher power, which is something I've never done in my life. The first time I ever stepped into an OA meeting, the first time they asked me, yeah, time? Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Donna D. Mary Ellen S., please share with us, and then I'll give time for Donna W. in case she's on the line again. Go ahead, Mary Ellen. Okay, I'm unmuted. He said, that's good. I'm Mary Ellen S. from North Dakota, and I'm sitting here and watching it snow. You guys, you wouldn't believe the weather, but anyway, I guess I'm not supposed to talk about weather this morning, but when it's snowy out, what do you want to do but eat? But this paragraph really, really ministered to me today, especially because last night I had a binge night, which I haven't had for months and months. And I was just woke up this morning so mad at myself and disgusted with myself. And and then I read this uh, paragraph, uh, fall short of the chosen and we stumble. Yes, I stumbled last night. And I'm just, why I stumbled, I didn't seek God. I didn't, I sort of left him out of the picture yesterday and it really makes a difference for me when I do that. And this morning I got on my knees and prayed, please help me, Lord, help me. I need to get back on this program again, which I am doing. And so I really needed to listen to the program this morning. And it was just ideal for me. And the Lord has forgiven me. And I've learned a lesson. And I need to seek him every minute, every second of every day with my eating because I I can't do it on my own. And I thank you for this program. It has really, really helped me. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mary Ellen from North Dakota. Mary Ellen S. Uh, Donna W., are you there and would you like to share? Perhaps she had to step away. I'll go ahead and take a few more names if people would like to share. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experiences too. So who would like to share with us? Wendy M. Wendy M. I'll take a couple more names. Elizabeth A. Elizabeth A. 
And Yvonne D. Okay, we'll stop there. Okay, uh, Wendy M., please share with us. Hi, good morning, uh, Wendy M. in Boulder, Colorado, and so good to be on the line. I think it's been a long, long, long time. And just picking up the phone and saying I'm here is miracles. And Don B., thank you for your service, always. So honestly, what caught my eye if we are not sorry and our conduct continues to harm others. So I was in a year-long relationship, just ending it now, and I wasn't sorry. I, I made amends all the time. My conduct continued, right? It says um, with the harms inventory, um, it says, like, we, um, you know, people care more about what you do than what you say. And that's so true. I spent my life telling people I was sorry. And my conduct continued. Um, and here's the miracle. Like, as long as the conduct continued, I call it itchy and scratchy. I get itchy and scratchy. I get uncomfortable. I get very uncomfortable because I'm out of alignment with God. I'm in Wendy's will, not God's will. And God makes it so. It says that you know, when we get to this point where we continue to do harm, you know, we have two choices, obviously, go into our world or God's. But, you know, God, what does it say? God, um, this will kill us. God makes that so. How brilliant is that, right? Like, how lucky am I to get uncomfortable enough to stop the behavior and to get out of a relationship where I continue to do harm? You know, and what is my motive today? Oh, my God, it's to do God's will. It's to get on this line and talk to all of you. It's to wake up in the morning and feel fabulous about myself versus feeling horrible about myself. You know, and God makes this true, make, makes this so. And I also love what somebody said. Suppose we fall short. You know, it's like, ha-ha, that's hilarious, Bill. Uh, suppose we fall short. I probably fall short every day in some capacity. Um I throw out a barb or I do something. Um, the beautiful part of the program is I'm not perfect and I don't have to be perfect. Um, but I get to do my nightly review and do the taking a shower from the inside out. I get to stop and look and go, oh my gosh, that was resentment and that was fear. And my motive was to punish that person because I was feeling, you know, put out, right? Somebody's doing something that I don't like and I like to feel good on the inside, so I'm going to have to control them. You know, motives, control. Um, anyways, I think you guys get the idea. But, you know, God has better things for me. Um, God's like, I want you to be the girl that you are intended to be, that I that I intend you to be. And with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wendy M. from Colorado. Lizbeth A., followed by Yvonne B., Star one, Elizabeth. Hi, this is Elizabeth A. from Michigan. Um, I am grateful to be here. And what I'm realizing with the readings this past few days is how much I have used my body as a tool, as a weapon, as a negotiations uh, tool. You know, it's like the attention that I've wanted, 
um, needing to prove myself by how my body looks. Just this real obsession, compulsion. And I remember my first inventory in my sex inventory in 1986. And it was horrible my behavior sexually the manipulation and um just how i used sex and people and relationships as a way to feel that i could get my needs met and i didn't know any other way and i've grown so incredibly thank god um i'm still realizing that there's another layer that i just enjoy this earth suit that God gave me and this is a vessel step three or you know the third step prayer like help me to be useful today in a way that brings God joy and me joy and to put the weapons down and and all that crazy need to prove something um boy this work is an ongoing process thank you everybody Thank you so much, Elizabeth A. Yvonne B., please share with us. Hi, Star good one. morning. Oh. Uh, can you hear me? Yep, we sure can. Go ahead. Okay, hi, good morning. This is Yvonne D. from Southern California or Central California. Um, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ and a compulsive overeater. Um resentment um and falling short i feel like oh gosh i fall short um regularly um i'm just back um yesterday i recommitted my abstinence um after i would say about a month um not working my program but i i just love this morning meeting because you know even falling short i know where god has me and i know it's in this meeting and i've been blessed that god just continues to bring uh beautiful women into my life and um you know guide me um through this journey not easy it's i might i've been working um Steps one, two, and three for I would say six months. Um, I mean, for me, I'm 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 get it. You know, it's okay to fall short because, you know, God is there in more ways um, than one that we can see that you know that we can realize or that I realize. Um, um, even if I don't see it, I know I can feel it. Um, around me, and I'm very grateful for this meeting, and thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Yvonne B. from California, and thank you to everyone who shared making this meeting just a real beautiful experience. I am now going to close with a reading on the big book uh, on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. And just a quick message out to any newcomers, if you would please stick around because we're going to give newcomers a chance to announce their names and numbers in a few moments. 
Will Robin P. please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Hi, this is Robin P. I'm a very grateful, very grateful recovered compulsive overeater in Costa Rica. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who's still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past and give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as we trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then, amen.